You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, October the 6th. My name is Lucas Smith. Thanks for joining me today. I have a uh, bit of a serious episode today, a bit of a a looking back and looking ahead uh, episode today, talking about St. Louis Cardinals greats, ones that have passed away, kind of hitting more so on Bob Gibson today. Also talk a little bit about Lou Brock. I'll share a memory about him and just how tough 2020 has been on St. Louis uh, to kind of um, highlight the, the the two Cardinals. What, what these two men me- mean to St. Louis is kind of that. This is my uh, tip of the cap to each of these two. Is I, I wish them the, to rest in peace and also look ahead to you know as we look at two former Cardinal greats in Gibson and Brock. We'll also look ahead to see what lies ahead for Wainwright and Molina. So that is what we've got going on today. But before we do any of that, I do want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Postmates. Whether you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., breakfast beer at 8 a.m., or ibuprofen at 10 a.m., you can Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. And anything you're craving, Postmates will deliver it. I love using it around the clock. It's the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They offer restaurant delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores that you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring what you need within the hour. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. And browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is bringing our listeners $100 off free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code Locked On. Again, that's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. So uh, for those who, who don't know or might not have missed or don't know why I'm talking about Gibson and Brock today, uh, Bob Gibson passed away on Friday night, uh, October the 2nd, 2020. Um, he, he, he passed away um, at, the, uh, at the age of 84. Uh, Bob Gibson is a Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats, um, and he, um, just beyond baseball, he was a tremendous competitor. He He was known for... You know, striking fear into the the pitchers, uh, the opposing batter's eyes, and uh, I just remember the uh, just all, watching on the videos of people reacting to it. Bob Costas had a beautiful tribute to him on a couple of MLB.com articles. Harold Reynolds and Greg Amsinger of MLB, of MLB Network had some beautiful tributes to him, and I'm not going to be able to do it justice. I didn't know Gibson. I never met him. I never watched him play. But just you know, somebody like my grandfather who talks so highly of him and just spoken awe of what Gibson could do on the mound was was just a, a testament to who Gibson was both as a person and as a as a, as, a, as a baseball player um, but just to highlight both of them for a second Bob Gibson and Lou Brock are two of the most famous Cardinals of all time and arguably two of the best Cardinals of all time and to lose them 
so close together and in, in, in such a, a difficult and trying year is so, so incredibly painful as a Cardinal fan and for all of Cardinal Nation. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with the families of Gibson and Brock. And uh, we as a Cardinal Nation and, re- and really as Baseball Nation mourn the, the loss of these two Hall of Fame legends for St. Louis and, and for, for baseball. And it, it's a tough year to... Uh, for many different reasons, and, and losing these two men did not help, and they will forever be remembered as two of the greatest Cardinals to ever don the birds on the bat. So we'll, we'll talk about Brock because he was more recently. I already did kind of a half a segment or sh- a show a little bit ago on all new Brock after he passed, but it was almost it, it was it was meaningful the date that he passed because it was uh, the exact date. Uh, the anniversary of his 17 strikeout game, arguably one of the best postseason pitching performances of all time. Uh, it's my top pitching performance all time in the postseason. Bob Gibson struck out 17 Detroit Tigers in Game One of the 1968 World Series. Um, that was after the year of the pitcher. It was just one of those in- incredible moments that will never be done again. Um, and the-, the Cardinals went on to lose that series, but it was a- just an incredible. Incredible pitching performance that um, that will never be topped. Then um, that that whole year, when you think about the impact that people have on games, uh, you, you think of what they do in a specific game, or you think of you know how this player can can affect the team. But when you look at the effect Bob Gibson had on the sport of baseball, I mean it wasn't just him. But 1968 was one of the best years a pitcher could have. Here's just a quick uh, stat. Looking at his, his his 1968 season article on OMB.com written by uh, Chris Haft, uh, um, found these these stats. He completed 28 of 34 starts, was never removed from the game in the middle of an inning that year. He finished 22 and nine, and three of those defeats was because he lost three to two, and two games he lost one to zero. He dropped five of his first eight decisions, and his ERA was at 1.52. He went 6-0 and in June and July, completing every single one of his 12 starts and had an ERA of half, 0.50 in each of those months. He was an incredible pitcher that year. They literally lowered the mound because of how dominant he was. Bob Gibson is will always be remembered for that year. He'll always be remembered for uh, that 68 striking out 12, 17 Tigers will be remembered for throwing a a no hitter in 1974, uh, and he was excuse me 1971 was the year he threw a no hitter. And you know, I remember as a kid just me wanting to imitate Bob Gibson. I, I saw the way that he flew off the mound. I saw the way that uh, he, he would just stare down hitters. He had the the, the stare the, the way he flew off the mound as well was just so intimidating to, to hitters. And I I wanted to emulate that. I had coaches in, in junior high and high school say, Lucas, calm down. You can't go flying off the mound like that. I wanted to be. Like Bob Gibson, I wanted to blow hitters away. I wanted to buckle their knees with a slider. I wanted to be like Bob Gibson. I wanted to be that dominant. But nobody could be like Bob. Bob Gibson was one of a kind. His competitive nature, his talent, his skill level, his work ethic, what he meant to the game, no one else will do to the game what Bob Gibson did to the game. He's a once in a lifetime, a generational, not only a generational talent, but a generational person. He was, he was intimidating, he was ruthless, but he was also an incredible kind person coming up on Cardinals broadcast countless times. Bob Gibson will be missed. He had a tremendous impact on Jack Flaherty. Um, Flaherty reached out to him, and Gibson was kind of a mentor to him. Uh, he was a big reason that Gibson was 
Uh, Gibson was a big reason that Flaherty kind of dominated the second half of last year because Gibson kind of said, hey, kid, go for the attack, go for the throat, attack the hitters, be your, be the guy that you can be. And there's a lot of similarities in Flaherty and Gibson. You look at just the two pitches that they have, the fastball slider that just dominate hitters, the rising fastball. I mean, Bob Gibson is just an incredible talent to this game, and he will be missed. And just looking at some of the comments that Flaherty, Molina, and Schilt had after the game on Friday, Molina was moved to tears uh, talking about Bob Gibson. He meant so much to this organization, and it was so incredibly difficult to see him uh, see him exit this world and just to see him pass away. Um, and, and him and Lou Brock meant so much. Lou Brock was much more of, a, I think, an outwardly kind soul. He was much more pure. I mean, he went into second base hard when he tried to steal a bag, uh, but Lou Brock was just, I felt like he was much more of a, not nicer because Bob Gibson was an incredible person, but Lou Brock was just more pure, I feel like, and had always had a smile on his face where Gibson, he was he was going to intimidate you. He was going to strike fear into those hitters uh, with, with that knee-buckling slider and that um, heater uh, of a fastball. Um, Bob Gibson will be missed. And just one last thing on Gibson that I wanted to share, talking about his his postseason resume. This is These are his game logs. He pitched in the World Series in 64, 67, and 68. These are his uh, game logs. Game 2 of 64, he pitched 8 innings and picked up a loss. Game 5, he pitched 10 innings, complete game, got the win. Game 7, pitched 9 innings, got the win. World Series over. 67, pitched 9 innings, got the win in Game 1. Pitched 9 innings, got the win in Game 4. Pitched 9 innings, got the win in Game 7. World Series winner. Pitched 9 innings in Game 1 in 1968. Pitched nine innings in game four, 1968. Pitched nine innings in game seven, 1968. There was one game in his postseason resume that he did not complete, and that was game one on 1964, and he still won eight innings. Man knew how to pitch, finished what he started. Incredible talent. I've already talked about Molina a little bit. Uh, just one final thing about Gibson, just rest in peace to an incredible human being, incredible soul, incredible Lou Brock as well. Rest in peace to each of those gentlemen. Thoughts and prayers are with their families and with all of Cardinal Nation as they mourn, as we mourn the loss of Bob Gibson and Lou Brock. More Cardinal Baseball in a moment after a quick moment of silence. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for nearly 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have classic, they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com But the first half of the show, kind of uh, of mourning and, and giving the, my my respects to Lou Brock and um, especially Bob Gibson, 
Um, and so the rest of the show, we'll kind of talk about uh, the two current Cardinal greats and uh, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina and what that means to this team. Uh, but uh, just for, for future reference as well with, with the offseason show uh, format, if you will, it'll still be Monday to Friday until about November. Then it'll go down to three days a week. But starting tomorrow, I'm going to start with the catcher's position. I'll be doing a position-by-position breakdown uh, from, from catcher, pitcher, I'll do starters and relievers first, second, short, and so on and so forth. You all know the positions. Uh, kind of a breakdown of, of my reactions on the positional uh, evaluations of the St. Louis Cardinals uh, position by position in a 60-game season. Uh, they won't come out like you know every day in terms of like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday will be catcher first, second. Um, uh, I'll sprinkle in some extra content in there. But that'll be what the, the first portion of, of the postseason will be uh, talked about as well as uh, – throw in some some questions in there about what they can do to fix those problems as well. So stay tuned for that. And again, email the show Locked On Cards if you want any content specifically discussed, uh, as well as you can also tweet me, LJ Fastball, as well. So with with that, uh, let's talk about Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. We might have seen the last time that those two Cardinals pitched in a Cardinal uniform. Both of their contracts are up. Cardinals have a decision to make. Adam Wainwright is kind of giving us a taste of his post-playing career as he joins the FS1 crew to talk about the Marlins and Braves and, and their series on FS1. I'm really interested to see how that will turn out because um, I think that there's a very good chance that he's on Fox Sports Midwest someday as a color analyst. Um, and I think that that could be a really good really good combination for St. Louis and for Adam Wainwright. I think Cardinal fans will, will love to see it. So I think that that's an interesting thing to keep my eye on, which I will be. And, uh, yeah, I think that, bottom line, the Cardinals have a decision to make. There's no other way to put it. I think that I would love to see Wainwright and Molina together for a full season. Uh, again, a, a full, complete, hopefully more normal season. I think that they both went out on kind of awkward footing, if you will. Um, you know, Molina had a double in his final game in the postseason. Wainwright didn't pitch very well in his final game. Molina didn't really do a good send-off at Bush Stadium. Neither one of them got the send-off that they deserved at Bush Stadium because there are no fans. Um, both of these players deserve um, a, a going-away tour, a farewell tour, not because they're in the because they're both bad players. And that, that's the thing. Both these guys, Wainwright and Molina, they can still play. They showed that. Wainwright can still pitch. Molina can still hit and catch. Um, so, this, I mean, were they are they what they were five, ten years ago? Absolutely not. I'm not blinded by my, you know, love you know, love of, of them as players. I understand that they, they've regressed significantly. Every player does. But that doesn't mean they've regressed so much that I think that the Cardinals need to give up on them. I think there's a really good chance that they could give you one maybe two good productive years, at least one. I think especially Molina has, has it in him, and Wainwright seems to get better with age. I think they both have an extra another year in them. I really do. I think that the Cardinals really are going to have to think long and hard about if they want to sign them. And I think if they don't sign them and Molina and Wainwright go somewhere else, I think Molina has a better chance of going somewhere else than Wainwright does because Molina seems to have expressed more interest in playing after this year than Wainwright. Um... I noticed that in the postgame comments, I think it was after the last game of the season, Wainwright was using, I hope they bring him back instead of I hope we bring him back. That was kind of a telltale sign for me that, oh, maybe he's he's kind of okay with retiring. But 
Cardinal fans are going to go absolutely ballistic, myself included, if they see Adier Molina or Adam Wainwright in a uniform that is not a St. Louis Cardinal uniform. So the Cardinals are going to have to think long and hard about that aspect of it as well. And I think that I think that they I think they will resign him. Maybe that, that that's just my blind faith, but I, I really hope and I think that the Cardinals will resign Wainwright and Molina. Um, and if they don't, that will be a travesty. I think Wainwright and Molina are two guys that you need to keep in a Cardinal uniform. Molina is a Hall of Famer, arguably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Wainwright will have his number retired, and he will be a Cardinal Hall of Famer in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Don't think he's quite Cooperstown, but he he's, he means so much to this Cardinal organization that you almost just have to keep him. So we'll keep that in mind as we move throughout the offseason. I have thoughts, processes on that as well. A um, couple of questions that I have for, for the offseason shows that I uh, just keep you guys, keep you guys uh, eyes and ears open for are should the Cardinals re-sign Ozuna? Should the Cardinals go after a Nelson Cruz with the DH days? Maybe the Cardinals go after a George Springer who's a free agent. I know he's an Astro, but he seems to be hitting pretty well. He had a good game last night. Um, and starting rotation solutions, even with Wainwright coming back, you still have questions in Michaelis's health, Hudson's out for the year, and what they do with Carlos Martinez. So it'll be a wild, wild road for the rest of the offseason. Be sure to tune in Monday to Friday, Locked On Cardinals. Submit your questions, comments, things you want me to talk about that I don't talk about that you think I should talk about more, um, and I'd be happy to, to do so. So once again, final thoughts. Rest in peace, Bob Gibson and Lou Brock. Uh, stay Cardinals, Adam Wainwright, and Yadier Molina. Uh, and that, that's all I got. Enjoy the postseason baseball, you guys. I'll be sure to give my thoughts on that as we go along. This has been a Tuesday episode of Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay well. Have a great day.